0: nightmare on fear street
1: we're trent and charay and we're chatting about the fiercest genre
0: expect hot takes cold drinks and a couple of fights
1: check out the link in the episode description to connect with us via the usual socials patreon and our youtube channel all right everyone we are back today and we are covering the saintly of saints saint maud
0: that's right. We are ending our Hey 24 on a very religious note. Leave it to us to Cat call Jesus.
1: And y'all know I love me some religious trauma, so let's get into it, Sheree.
0: She got all that. <laughs> she got all that in a bag of wheat chips because she's not having real fun. Uh, well,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Sheree, what's one of your first thoughts? Because I got plenty
0: movie a few years ago because I was on a Girl That's Scary um, clubhouse and I didn't like it, but everybody else loved it. So I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> However, over the years, I've seen people tweet about it and talk about like the queerness of it specifically through their lenses and things. And so, when well, we had to watch it for this, because our other two movies fell through, I tried y'all. I wasn't exactly like, let me put you on a movie. Our other two movies fell through. Showtime disappeared. The whole app disappeared to make us end up here. Just so y'all are aware. (laughs) Showtime was like, no, bitch, you gonna watch the you Don't wanna talk about Where
1: are you, Showtime? Why can't I find you?
0: (laughs) But yeah, and so I'm happy. I got to see people tweet about what they liked about it. So like, as the years have gone on, I was like, maybe I'm just missing certain bits and parts of my own experience, which is why we do intersectional horror. So we can be like, I don't see it, but somebody else do. Good for you. And I'ma just follow your
1: notes. <laughs> I am definitely there with the people that somewhat see it. So, okay. I y'all know I live for similar trauma, been through it myself as a queer person. I totally identified with the queerness of this movie, especially with our girl. Amanda and uh, what's her girlfriend Carol uh, Carol yeah and then of course Maude is dealing with her own self-identity within this religious experience that she's having and it's so connected to sexuality like every time she's having a religious experience I'm like girl are you orgasming or are you having a religious experience like I don't think you know
0: listen because I was that- time the first time i watched it i was not looking at her sexuality because i was bored with her and what you don't never want to be bored with your lead but i was like this woman's clearly having a mental breakdown um and whether or not this movie convinces some people it might be something else it might be something real it never convinced me i was like she's having a psychotic break and she should probably get medication and a doctor and we reveal at the end it is very much that with that flash of what's actually happening in her while she's having her
1: and i lived for that i lived for that end the last 5 minutes of this movie gave it like a half a star for me which we'll get mm-hmm. to our rankings later but like it that was like everything i think the thesis of this movie was it's just there wasn't much else to it i loved all of the of course all of the religious connotations her need to prove herself to god i mean we begin this movie with her praying that God has saved her for something great, like we we are we begin this movie with her delusion because she is delusion. She is Delulu <laughs> lemon, as our good Judy uh, Jamie would say, with the need to be something great, and then also the line at the end, which I you don't really know if this is I mean, well we do know that this is her mental break when she stabs amanda to death but when she says if you are a true believer he would be enough but instead you came here because you are at you're as weak as your faith like that to me is toxic religion to a t that you can't even question anything without you being like a bad believer or you're not fully in the faith that is toxic and that is not okay and that is where cults happen that as we were talking about before we started recording that is where mother god happened that is where all of these fucking jamestown like if you want to go down the line that is where this shit happens this woman saint maude could have started a cult but instead she got what she got she's
0: a cult of one but when that moment rolled around because (laughs) i was watching her this time because again a couple years difference and so we're all different places and so I'm with it in the fact that we are not who we thought we were going to be. We thought our lives are going to be so much greater and so much bigger. We were going to excel in the things and get all the things we wanted to do. Life's a fucking struggle. Life's fucking hard. And (laughs) um, it only gets harder when you survive a pandemic and you're poor. And so I took that as that part of herself, which maybe this is me projecting that part of herself, which is like, why couldn't I go the easy route? Why couldn't I just settle? Because I, I am a woman and I am from a family who is my family from the Midwest. No matter what I do, will never be enough. I didn't fucking settle down and get knocked up when I was 13, 14 and <laughs> start having kids to stick around the home front. And I wish I could be yeah. so simple. I wish I could want that life. And I wish that I could just have an easy peasy time with my family. And be like, no, no thoughts, no goals, no ambitions. I'm good to just put it all on the shelf and like, one foot in front of the other, get on the conveyor belt. And so that's how I took it. But again, it is a religious trauma movie. So maybe there's somewhere in the middle. I,
1: no, I I definitely see where you're coming from with that. Cause it's like the need to put on airs to like be the perfect, yeah. I you know what I mean? Like to, to prove something to someone. And I think that is applicable to both what you were saying. And I think this religious, ex, this religious extremism, like the need, the savior complex of Christians.
0: The martyrs love to martyr. And I, I have yes. seen it firsthand because my Jackass brother, of course, was the one who went to jail. And when he came out, he found religion. But he couldn't just find religion. He had to be the most... Extra about that shit because he's a pick me as well. I think she's also a little bit of pick me because it's never just like, oh, I'm religious now. It's like, look at me, I'm religious. I'm running around in the church on a funeral. It's like, fool, you're in your thirties. Let this person rest in peace. You've tortured them their whole lives. Let them have this one moment. And he's like, no, ripping Bibles out of pages, putting them on his walls, and like trying to raise the children in his new weird cults. It's always, it's always, always, always the fools who find religion and are doing the most. That are just like, if I if I do it harder, God will see me too. You can't fool the people around you. You can't fool whatever God you believe in. You just
1: can't. 100%. Like I, the same thing with my brother, literally. So we're, we're recording this the day after Christmas day, right? Christmas day, I go over to my grandpa's to help my mom cook breakfast for everyone. My brother, who, if you know me outside, you know, if you know me, know me, you know my issues with this person. <laughs> 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 and he has been passed out this entire time asleep, like sleep still like 10, 1030 when we're actually done cooking. So we've done all the fucking work. So he shows up, no good morning, no Merry Christmas, no whatever. He literally just says, happy birthday, Yeshua. Excuse
0: cute.
1: The fuck, number one, I was, I was the only one that got that because A, you're not dealing with biblical scholars, which neither neither is he. I'm more of a biblical biblical scholar than he is. That's
0: always the way with these fools.
1: <laughs> for those that don't know, Yeshua is a pronunciation of Jesus's name that a lot of like Jewish people use. Specifically, like Christian Jews will use Yeshua instead of Jesus. Um, it's historical. Uh, yada yada yada. We can go on for days, but. He was trying to get fucking brownie points. No one, they all looked at him like he was fucking crazy. Like, who the hell are you talking about? Because, like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Right. Right. Also, did he convert or did he just go to the Church of Google? Because that's my other thing.
1: (laughs) Well, we were raised in it, but he lives at home by himself with no car now. So, like, that's what he does all day.
0: Sounds like Church of Google to me. Um, Another thing about this movie that's changed over the years is I've realized that this was Rose Glass's first feature-length movie. And so knowing that makes me wonder if some of the things that grade about it, like Sandpaper, will be smoothed out by such a our next movie, which is actually coming out in 2024, Love Lies Bleeding, which I'm excited to hear what people say about it. I've not seen it, but I'm, I'm wondering because so many people are obsessed with Saint Mod. I'm excited to hear what they think. Because if they're like, no, then I might be like, is this the one for me?
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that she definitely has something cuz she's the writer director, right? She did both.
0: Yeah, and she's a gorgeous eye. Like it looks good. I was just yes. not digging the script. But again, it's her first feature.
1: Right. And writing is definitely something you have to like, you know, you don't just wake up one day and be a writer. Not that I don't I don't know her career, she may have been working on this forever. But like I do see things here. That's my biggest frustration with this movie is that there's a lot of themes that are theming there's a lot of christianity that is toxic as fuck like a lot of the pieces are here i just i i need it to cross the t's and dot the i's and it doesn't always do that for me in in this version so i'm interested to see more from her as she continues to grow and do and work
0: same same because i i see a lot of parts of this movie that would have been a strong short and i see a lot of 100 yes so many different parts could have been a real strong short but i think trying to stitch them all together and again like we all we all including myself have like my first thing jitters like my first play the first draft of crisis it was everything i ever wanted to say because i never got to say it again and so that's the thing that we just inherently do and so like actually it was josh conkle and our dramaturg for the summer who took me to coffee and was like you're trying to do a whole lot. <laughs> and I was like, you right. Because at the end of the day, we can keep writing things. Will they get produced, that's a hit or miss question, especially when we're not cis, straight, white men. But I think that sometimes we do a disservice to our scripts by trying to cram everything in there, or all of our thoughts, and not making them jail. Because she could have held some of these in her back pocket for a later thing. Because again, the movie's fucking gorgeous. I think it's so gorgeous that some people overlook some of the issues with it. Because again, like, We have flickers. We have moments. And those moments make you want to lean in and then like immediately takes it all the way back. For instance, this bitch who's super religious and wants God to see her has a Mary Magdalene necklace. There's a story in there. Yes. Also, i to get one.
1: Number one, when I did identify as a Christian, which I, I don't fucking know what I identify as anymore. I'm just, I'm out here living my life. I'm just tired. I'm I'm just tired and drunk. Um, (laughs) I loved Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene and and just in general, the women of the Bible are so much more interesting than the men. Let's be clear about this, right? Like in either story. Like in every story, (laughs) but like, especially in the Bible, like, okay. So there is a new drag artist who I'm obsessed with that specifically creates music and she releases them in the Christian Work like the Christian radio, Christian charts, and Christian. I live. Her name is Flamey Grant. Y'all go check her out. She's great, especially if, if you have religious trauma. But like, she has a whole song about the women of the Bible and how they're they're actually the ones that people should be looking at because they're actually fucking cool as fuck. But like, and then that song is that she she can't be considered for a Grammy and Christian music because that song says fuck and cock.
0: I mean, how
1: did they got here? Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> she says that Christians are scared of anyone that doesn't have a cock or something like that. And I was like, that's...
0: Give her a Cardi B edit. Let her go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would live for a Cardi B feature on a Flaming Grant song. Or a Flaming Grant feature on a Car- Cardi B song. Here for it.
0: You know Cardi B will get around to it. You know she will. She's collaborating <laughs> with everybody, and she always will. Like, that bitch put out more randos than anybody. I air promote my best Spotify. Cardi B and Cardi B and <laughs> boom, boom, boom. so-and-so and Cardi B. Here's the so-and-so <laughs> mix of Cardi B. Like, she owns Spotify at this point. But, yeah, because... The Mary Magdalene necklace and also knowing she used to be a different person before whatever happened that we don't really get into. Because the people on the streets are like, I remember you when you were so-and-so. I a different
1: it, name. Right, right. I, you know,
0: got, I thought I had the name down. No.
1: Katie. I think it's Katie, yes. isn't it? Yes, it was Katie. Katie. Yeah.
0: I want to know more about Katie because Katie's out here getting loose. Because the people remember Katie for this breakdown and I'm thinking Katie had this Mary Magdalene necklace and I want to know what Katie was out there doing. Well,
1: and... It's really interesting because a lot of Christians, specifically straight white cis men Christians, but uh-huh. well, let's just say it's cis straight men Christians. Anyway, men tend to think of Mary Magdalene in this sense of like Jesus saved her from her evil, slutty ways. That's not in the fucking Bible. No. It's that's not there. Like, no. she's not like, oh, I met Jesus. Now I'm a fucking nun. Like, no, that's not there. She went back to business. Right. She enjoys her life. Right. Don't blame her. Right. Don't come for her unless she comes for you. Listen, um, if you
0: don't pay her bills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like Destiny's Child said, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it goes back to this, and I think it also plays into the theme of this movie that this Christian need to have a, to save, to the savior complex that Christians have. Going back to my middle brother, he constantly is framing his fucking hate bigotry in a way that's like, oh, I'm just trying to save you from the evils of the world. No, bitch, you're not. You don't give a fuck about me. If you did, you would talk about things that I like. You would get to know me. You would understand where I'm coming from. No, you don't. You just want to... Like spit out this bullshit and think that that's gonna save me. That's why I love that last interaction, even if it was partly in her own head of her being like, "Shut the fuck up! Don't say that anymore. That's stupid. Why are you saying that?" Like,
0: listen, now, you go back to your Mary Magdalene, and the reason that like cis straight men hate her, it's because they hate anybody who has sex with them, which is something they didn't unpack. It's why there's so much homophobia and misogyny out in the fucking world. Anybody who takes a dick is the enemy. And I'm just like, okay, girl, but you like giving it to us. So should you look in the mirror and unpack some of that?
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Cause they're just like, no, homophobia, no, sexism, no, can't do that, can't do that. And the way you talk about people who suck dicks, I'm just like, I'm sorry, what are you begging for every Friday night at the strip club?
1: <laughs> what do I get grinder messages about every time I open the app?
0: How many college football players are not gay? blinks aggressively into the camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not gate, Not gate to the end of that, that locker room.
0: Right, right. And so I think there's something to be said for knowing anybody who will sleep with you. Must have some self-esteem issues. <laughs> um, but that, that's why they're like, he saved her. She's not doing that anymore. No, she's still collecting the money. She's still collecting the checks. She's out here in Gio Bethlehem getting the robes loose.
1: And <laughs> Out here in <laughs> uh, I'm dead. Okay, uh, Listen,
0: for a shilling. She got fillings. Oh she got goodness.
1: the street cred of ye old Bethlehem. <laughs> <And> she- <laughs> I got the
0: internet back then, so you know what's right now.
1: Straight out of Bethlehem. <laughs> I need, I now need a shirt that says straight out of Bethlehem with a picture of Mary Bethlehem on it.
0: <laughs> we do have a merch store. We need to update.
1: <laughs> Boom.
0: While we're up in the, the <laughs> religious things, this movie gives me big Joan of Arc vibes. And I don't know how much it's intentional versus accidental because all religious stories are so much the same.
1: Well, I definitely think it's visually there. Like when they put the thing over her head in the party and then she shows up at the end. Like I think it's definitely visually mm-hmm. there. I think
0: it also, I'm th- I think another reason I'm pulling in Joan is because, when again, the Twitter folks I follow are talking about the queer aspects of it. Joan of Arc was definitely a woman who was wearing supposed men's clothing because we have to gender everything to fight for the Lord and was getting visions, which we never really unpack if those visions were real or if they were her having a mental breakdown, much like Maud.
1: Much like Maud, yes. I think this is a dark, 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 dark Joan of Arc story. Now that, well, I guess Joan of Arc is pretty dark. In they her, did in burn her to the stake.
0: She did up of her own volition. They were like, no, no, no. You've worn pants. <laughs> we must burn you. Because again, men.
1: Joan of Arc ran uh, walked so Diane Keaton didn't run.
0: <laughs> Again, I think that goes, again, back to men just being like, oh, you want to be like us? You must be broken. Burn her. <laughs> I think you damn men just take themselves. And we often suffer because they won't go to therapy.
1: Oh. 100%. hundred percent. Like clearly with whatever happened with Katie or Maude or whatever her name is before this movie, when we first get that first shot when they open this movie clearly she needed to go to therapy but instead she quote unquote found Jesus. Now everyone listening I am not trying to say that a religious experience can't be therapeutic or you can't find healing in religion that's fine if if it is co- accompanied by a medical professional who knows mental health.
0: I'm just going to let people know that your internet was blinking out because I know you missed part of that last thing. <laughs> and we're going to edit it so the rest of it won't be so evident. Because I was like, it means you to go to therapy. And you're like, 100% she do. And I was like, I'm going to just go ahead and let people know.
1: <laughs> no, I was just <laughs> saying that like, People tend to think that, like, you can't, like, mental health is connected to religion. Like, apparently in Texas, now they have a law that fucking school counselors, priests can come into schools and be, quote, unquote, school counselors. That is but fucking that stupid. Like schools, now,
0: but it's also Texas, so.
1: Well, I was also clarifying that I do think that you can have healing and therapeutic processes through with religion on the side, like religion can be a, a a tool, but it should not be your only tool, and you need a medical professional to help.
0: One hundred percent. But I I literally was like, I think men just need to go, I think men just need to go to therapy. That's what I oh, said, and that's how easily. I was like, your internet I blinked out again. That's what I was trying to get. <laughs> and you were like, no, I said, I was like I'm still agreeing, but also I'm letting you know there's <laughs> what you missed with your internet bro. Use a Taurus, and some going to let it go again. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. And I was saying, too, that, like, she clearly needed it after that event that we saw at the beginning of this movie. Like, clearly.
0: She also needs therapy. Something broke. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know more of what happened. Like, did she kill that patient on accident because she was tired because nurses are always understaffed? Did she kill that person a little bit on purpose? Was she praying and waiting for Jesus to save the person? It did not work because that's not how it works. It's not what I dollar prayer. prayer. dollar Again, we don't know what her break was. We said she changes her name and her wig, and now she's punching herself and trying to like tell an old woman she can't be gay on the door. And I'm just like, let her be gay no matter the circumstances, but also if she's on her way out, let her fucking live. Carol looks like she's fun. This old lady and her right. wigs are not thinking about you, Maude.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Oh, and all the like, uh self-harm that she does the connection i, I like the ties between high control religion such as mods version of christianity and self-harm
0: so many kinds of warnings need to be on this episode but like one of the things i've noticed about self-harm and like eating disorder because i've been watching a lot weirdly enough a lot of the tv shows i'm catching up on right now are doing these topics and i'm like we were not okay but like <laughs> I've noticed it's the routine, much like smokers, much like churchgoers. It's the routine, it's the repetition, the calm and control. And so I imagine somebody like Mod, who's like, "I prayed and bad things happen, so I must not be special enough. I have to make myself more special and more seen." And then you become a thick me. I, I think that that is what has happened here, which we see it a lot with stands who cross those boundaries because it's like this person won't interact with me on Twitter, so I got to do something drastic.
1: Hmm. Swarm everyone.
0: Swarm. Paging swarm. Swarm, please come to the office.
1: A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, I just I see so many things in this movie that I think creates a great dialogue. But again, I just wish that it had been a little bit more. I I never want to say neat because I don't think stories need to be neat. But I wish that it could have been more. I don't know actually what The Missing Piece is. Again, this is my second or third time watching it. I don't know what The Missing Piece is, but there's something off because it feels so disjointed, even though, I don't know. Maybe there's too many things in the soup.
1: I disagree to a point. I think that you're right, that there's too much in the soup, but there's too much, like, fluid things. Like, I needed more. For me, I wanted more action. I wanted more something. Pull me in. Pull, like... Why is she here? Who is this person? Why is she having these delusions? Why is she? Is she always had this situation? Is she always had these problems? The pacing was also far too slow yes. for me. I appreciate the eighty-six minute runtime because, like, yes, that is great, but it took thirty or forty-five minutes for anything to start happening,
0: and even then, it wasn't enough. Like, I don't know, I. I, I don't know what I'm not responding to in the script. I really don't. I wish I could, because it's so much easier to be like A, B, and C did not work for me. But again, it's beautiful imagery. We have the themes. We have some of the things that need to be there for the themes. We have some things that are really cool, but it just doesn't work as a whole. I don't know. I, I really wish I could be like, if it had just in this cute little boat, bam, boom. But like, I wasn't really invested until the very end. And only then because the end is so drastic to where I had to lean forward, even though I wasn't having a good time. I agree it kind that. of feels like one of those things where it's all hanging on that one moment, you know, like Phantom of the Opera. People are going for the chandelier. They're not going because they just love this fucking Phantom or, or opera houses. They want to see the chandelier fall. As much as of America has going for it, People like to say that both parts together and so that Angel went through the fucking roof. I'm the theater metaphors because again we're theater kids. Like people who don't do theaters. I hate her sometimes. <laughs> but even like because like we watch Carrie we love Carrie, but like until the blood hits her, we are just kind of coasting on like a like little bitty spooky horror high school thing. Then the blood hits her and it's a whole different world.
1: Yes, exact but I think what Carrie does that this movie is lacking is that there are moments in that early Carrie stuff, especially like with the treatment of her and her mother, with the treatment of her, like the bullies at school, like there are other things happening in this. We just have mod and Amanda. Is that her name?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. A mod and Amanda being, having sexual energy. That's it. Like, what else happens? It feels like movie? we're
0: just watching this woman have a breakdown, and that doesn't have to be necessarily a bad thing, but because it never wants to admit that, even though it's obvious, <laughs> or it feels like it doesn't want to admit it. Maybe it's obvious because it wanted to admit it. I Again, I don't know. I've not sat so down with this filmmaker, but it feels like it wanted to be like, it could be real. It couldn't be real, but it never feels like it could be real. Even when the woman switches up, you're like, this is in this woman's hand. She's hallucinating. Um, and I wonder if she stopped taking meds. I wonder if she stopped taking medicine, and we just don't have evidence of that because a lot of people who do take medicine to help them stay in their lanes, when they go off of them are different people. Like if you've ever had a friend who's bipolar and they find the right cocktail and then they go off of it, it's a different world. And sometimes you have to be like, you know what? I can't do this again. I hope you are well. When you get your shit together, please find me again. They don't normally, yep. at least in my <laughs> circles, they have not gone this far, but they've done some things that they would definitely like to take back.
1: Yeah. While I appreciate the 86 minute runtime, I think we could have added four to 10 minutes of a backstory of something to give me something about who this woman is and why is she like this? It needed something more, it, this needed something. And it's Here's not the
0: thing. There. As much as I want to know who she was, because I don't care what she's doing right now, I wouldn't have stuck around longer. Because you have to give us something in the present as well. You can't be like, but all this exposition is real cool, right? Um, it's, it's like oh my god. So Zack Snyder, who I'm not the biggest fan of, just because I don't like the movies he's making, they're not for me. Not because I'm out here being like he's an awful person or these shit movies. I'm just not the audience. Since of the Dead remake, but like he just released Rebel Moon, and the people who watched it and like it are like I wish that the things you're promising us in the second half were in this first half, cause so people give you they give you sense and they give you almost an almost flavor like Lacroix, and they're like and you'll come back for the rest which is why so many shows are hinging on you sticking around for the full season now instead of just giving you the goods in the first few episodes to get you hooked they're like no it's polite for you to watch it's we're not polite people and so when you don't give my something tangible to do to make me like lean forward in the first hour you lose me. And so even if I had been like Mary Magdalene because of this, Katie was like doing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have been like but why is this movie? And then I'd be like, we would shave some time off. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now I could be like, we don't have to shave time off. I just wasn't interested really, unfortunately. Even though it was beautiful gowns, beautiful dresses. Like
1: I, hands yeah. down. I just needed more. I needed something.
0: Something, anything. There needed to be texture. Because right now we have what it feels like and maybe it's just a personal story. And sometimes when it's a personal story, you don't always convey what you think you're conveying. Yeah, yes. because there's something missing here, but it's, it's so gorgeous to look at. Like if it was a calendar or some screensavers, I'd be like, yeah. But to make it a movie that I have to sit through again, I was like, oh. And I do like it this time more than I did the last. Like hands down, I had a much better time this time around because I was not having it. I sat on the clubhouse quiet because I was like, everybody else is into it and I'm just going to drink my drink.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I I agree I think it, it, it needed something it's just it is like seltzer yeah. water
0: bubbly with angels
1: yeah and I do like bubbly Bub- as a drink but I don't want to it's
0: spicy bubbly. water
1: who doesn't like a good bubbly <laughs> 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 but, and I also want to say I think all the performances are great Morphid clark who played Maud, she does a great mm. job jennifer l who plays amanda did a great job lily frazier who did yeah. carol great performances great acting they're just
0: it's also it's all it all just feels really one note because something's missing again something's just missing it's like when you eat somebody's food and they just forgot to salt it you know so they put everything in it but the salt and you're like, it's not right. Uh. I I do want to like talk about how when Maude is having her moment after Amanda fires her and she's like giving handies in the like bar as she goes home with Christian. I just had to like really, really talk about f- the fucking Christian of it all. Because first off the bar guy got the handy flees after his rubber, he flees, like he owes her money. And I'm like, she's not thinking about you, baby, she's done. She, she got what she needed, which is nothing, and she's done. You can you can sit a while, but then like <laughs> it's Christian who she's actually fucking, and she starts screaming and gets off of him. And he's like, "Oh no, that's that's okay." And he lays her down and continues to fuck her while she's like, "I don't know, no, that's assault on so many levels." But also, somebody's actually screaming mm-hmm. while they're riding you. The night's done. The night's done if it's that kind of screaming, and you know when it's that kind of screaming,
1: right? Right. No, it, it absolutely. And I think it goes back to, it, it turns into this idea of people don't, people truly do not understand consent and what consent means, especially straight white cis men. Right. Like consent is something that can be given and taken away at any point in time. Period.
0: Men just see women as open holes. And that's why we have so many of them who need to be in prison right now. And we have a judicial system who's like, no, but he he might have a good life. And you don't want to ruin that because fuck him. Fuck him and his good life. Again, I, we see this a lot. And it's done in this movie in an interesting way because she is initially like, no, 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 this is just disassociating. And so you don't know if she's disassociating because that's what she does. Or if this is not the first time she's been assaulted, which the odds are highly likely it's not the first time. Or if this is the first time this has happened to her and she doesn't know what else to do. So she's like, let me go ahead and further retreat into my madness that I'm already exhibiting. But I just thought that was wild to be like, after you're done assaulting a person, be like, I remember who you used to be. Which is also going back to men being gross. To be like, you used to be loose in the streets. And so I felt I was fine to do that. How do you not go, I fucked up? I, I should maybe say less.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Christian, Christian, Christian.
0: I love this name is also Christian because he really fucked her over. And so I just, yeah. Christianity is just, mm. yeah. but I also, I also, 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 while I'm dragging his movie, it's very hard to be a caretaker. I don't have the patience, and so I applaud anybody, especially my friends who make those choices to do that, because I know so many people who are nurses and what have you. It's fucking hard. And this movie came out from the 19th, so right like, for the pandemic. So it was extra hard, those first years of the pandemic, and it's still hard, because people still won't mask up now. And, and so, yeah, for all of her downfalls, Maude was at least doing something I could never.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially in that context of someone that is on essentially it's like hospice right like that is the idea here i like i do what i do as a version of caretaking it's not this to this degree i don't know that i could do that degree of caretaking because i could not handle the quote-unquote end of the job Like when she had that conversation with Amanda's new nurse on the on the what she was like walking on nails essentially. And Amanda's new nurse was like, It's great, I love it. It's just really hard to say goodbye. Like that is I couldn't I couldn't do that part.
0: And it makes me wonder if because do we ever know what kind of nursing she did before this? Cause if if she wasn't ready for the death of it all, that might have been what broke her. Like if she thought she was going to do like a kind of nursing and I like said Cushing quotation marks, people, people can die doing anything. People can die during dental surgery, y'all. It's not safe, <laughs> but some people take the ones, you know, I, so many people going to like, I am a hot orthopedic. It's not, it's what they do with the children, the pediatricians,
1: oh, yeah, pediatric. the
0: pediatrics. Yeah. Cause there's like children, they're healthy and not all children are healthy. So many people no. go in like OBGYN business because they like, you're giving birth to babies. Babies aren't always born alive. And also the mothers always make it. Like they almost killed Beyonce and yep. Serena Williams. Like nobody's safe, y'all. But people pick the ones where they think it's going to be easier and it ends up being shockingly hard and surprising when you find out that it's not what you told yourself so you can sleep at night.
1: Any position in the medical field is going to be difficult. Like I could never. No. I don't want to deal with that stress.
0: Again, the shows I'm watching are are really, really fucked up. But I'm watching one right now called Everything Down. And it has Sof- Sophie Wilde from Talk to Me. And she's an eating disorder. And mm. one of the doctor's patients who was there with her did not survive on the outside. And again, no medical field position is a safe position for a patient. And so if Maude, who again seems to being delusional person by nature had told herself that she was in the safe lane of nursing and lost a patient for something that should have been easy for whatever the reason that might've caused this snap. Or again, she might've just always been on the brink of schizophrenia or what have you, because we don't know. She never talks to a therapist, not once. So we don't know.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, And I am curious. I don't know that I need to know. Like, why i kind of like that it just happens because so many people deal with these religious euphoric experiences that may not be like the visual hallucination that she was having but it is just as much impactful like so many people go to revival quote unquote and like Feel something and they want to, it's yeah. like a drug. It's like, talk to me as a drug. Like, it this is. is a drug. And I think it's really interesting.
0: It is. And that's why televangelists got so big and so scary. And there's so many documents about those cults right now on all the streamers. And in part, it's because a lot of these religions, especially these cults, prey on lonely people. Like, we talk about it a lot. Like, Scientology is there because they find these people who are lonely and they prey on them. And these people wanting to find a place to belong and feel better about themselves happen to be in the lowest point and they go along with it and they're stuck. I mean, it's, it's a giant predator situation. And we don't know, like maybe, maybe was in the same cold as that girl from the lodge. We don't know. We will never know.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I, it's, religious thought is so complicated and difficult. Like it's, I feel like religion is always on like a, very, very thin balance beam that, like, it's real easy to fall off into cult or toxic Christianity or toxic any kind of mm-hmm. religion. But if you can walk it, for you, it might work. But, like, it's real easy to slip off.
0: Everything needs to be taken in moderation. Everything. And people forget that when they're just like, head first, love, love bomb. And they love bomb themselves with religion like my jackass brother who got out prison, and was like, ha ha, it was in every cult he could find a kid in Missouri, which is the saddest place to find a cult. I'm judging him on so many levels. Um, <laughs> but he found them all. And of course, he's would be the most religious because he's a pick me. Because <laughs> again, when you have a pick me who's found religion and they're storing it like Coke, it's the most chaotic shit to ever see. And we see it a lot because every time somebody gets saved and they stop drinking, they're all like, I'm better than you bitches now. It's it's like when they become vegans. Like, remember, we we went to school with somebody who was a vegan, and we knew this because every five minutes reminded us that she was a vegan, which is why we can't be friends today. <laughs> I never her she's a vegan, and she went to theater school. <laughs> like,
1: she has a theater degree, listen. and she was a vegan. Every fucking
0: five minutes and vegan this, vegan that. And it's like, nobody questioned you. But now when you walk in with leather boots in the winter, I'm gonna look at you, <laughs> I'm gonna look at you.
1: Right, right.
0: I. <laughs> so this is this is definitely a smaller note, but it just skews me out every time I see it. Every time in a movie somebody uses, and I know it's called a face bowl, but when you use your bathroom sink to wash your face, I get so disgusted because you're literally washing your potty hands in that sink. you're spitting it all day long. You brush your teeth. It's not sanitary. Stop putting your faces in your sinks. You're not cleaning it after every time you go to the bathroom. I know you're not.
1: <laughs> That's very true. That is a good point. Every time a good I see point. it,
0: it keeps me out. Cause I remember the first time it really bothered me. I was a child watching Sometimes they Come Back, which is a Stephen King movie. I found out 2023 was made for TV. Um, I always thought it was just like a weirdly edited movie because I was a little bitty snob when I was a baby. So I was like, why didn't we make these choices? I don't like it. It was made for TV, bitch. That's why. But whatever. Um, (laughs) But he goes to wash his face before these like dudes in the jacket show up for him. And I'm just like, ugh. You literally, ugh. And again, I come from a big household. So like, I'm number six of eight children. Um, both parents lived in the home until one of them finally died, and so that bathroom sink was never going to be recleaned up me for my face in that shit, just never. I'm. I live alone yeah, now. Yeah. I still trust my bathroom sink. I just cleaned that bitch yesterday. I would not put my face in that bitch because I've already brushed my feet twice since <laughs> yesterday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Protect your because face. I wash my
0: hands in it because again, when you go to the bathroom, you're supposed to wash your hands. You COVID carriers. Some of you don't. <laughs> you're supposed to. And so that sink is telling stories of people who have fudgy fingers, um, pissy fingers, um, all the other things that come out of your body. like, And also just your toothpaste spit, your mouthwash spit, anything else you're doing up in there is just in the sink. It's, it's like an episode of CSI and people put their faces in it and I go to hell every time. And <laughs> it's off my chest because I see it a lot. <laughs>
1: That's fair. All right. Do you have any more notes before we get to hot takes? Let's get spicier. (laughs) Spicier. Sheree, what's your hot take?
0: So I I do not hate this as much as I hated it the first time I watched it. It's one of those movies I'm happy I watched again, even though I won't watch it again. Uh, (laughs) I think that I can appreciate the beauty of it a little bit more because I'm less frustrated knowing I'm going to be frustrated because the first time you're like, give me something, give me something. And I know it's not going to give me anything. I can just appreciate like the lighting and the cinematography and the shots. It's beautiful imagery, such a beautiful imagery. And I think that we should talk about that. Because a lot of people are like, it's go great. Say it's pretty. Say it's beautiful. Say it's beautifully directed. Like give this director more jobs for directing. There's no shame in that. Be specific with your compliments,
1: please. Yeah, that's fair. It's, and that's a a decent note for me to build on. Cause I tend to agree. Because y'all know I love religious drama. And this movie is all about toxic christianity and that is my bread and butter for the most part i just i wanted this movie to do something i wanted i needed her to have more visions or maybe have more psychosis or maybe i just needed more i needed something i needed more tea in the in the water like i just it just felt like you don't know you get the tea because i'm not a tea person but some people are but you know when you get a tea and it's just got very little tea yeah, in we it teased. The wheat tea. Yeah, this felt like very weak tea. I needed like tea yeah. tea.
0: They gave you off-brand bubbly and you wanted bubbly bubbly.
1: Boom. They gave exactly. you some
0: water with some hope and good thoughts. They gave you some water with some <laughs> thoughts and prayers. And you wanted a lemon witch.
1: Because yeah right like the, and there were things like the moment when she put the sand on or the gravel on the ground to like put her knees in when she walked on nails like there was there was a lot of disturbing shit. but you could have gone further you could have gone further
0: because things were self-inflicted i was like oh here goes Maud again and i hate being that way this person's clearly having a breakdown <laughs> i was like here goes mod again she's her own problem and so and I think it's because again, something's missing. And so it wasn't getting the reaction it was supposed to get from me. Cause I think that these are moments where you're supposed to like feel bad for this person and feel empathy for this person. And now it's just like, oh. <laughs> and I became the gift of those like religious paintings where they make them roll their eyes. <laughs> I, just, I hate that for myself and I hate that for this movie. Cause again, it's visually beautiful.
1: Now that you mentioned that, I do now wonder when those religious image, religious paintings are they having a religious experience or an Listen, orgasm?
0: they were filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I believe leave that drink noise in there, because that definitely...
1: <laughs> they, they were filled Listen. with something.
0: Listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen. Right. Anyway. Speaking in tongues tonight. <laughs> Ray... How many drinks you give in this? I'm gonna give
0: life. her two point five, which is up from where we used to be. So yay for me and Maude working it out. We're healing. <laughs> what are you giving her Trent?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna give her three and a half communion oh, wine. Little
0: bitty juice cups. <laughs> you give her a wafer with it at least. What?
1: But no, it's real wine though. It's like it's precious grape juice.
0: Because I I went to my friend's church no. to have some. Like this is not real wine, and I was disappointed. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm giving her real wine, communion wine. Oh, girl, one time in college, I i don't think you were there. Maybe you were there. I remember. But I made, I don't remember for a reason, I made a punch called communion wine. I do that. <laughs> it was a bottle of, a handle of vodka, a bottle mm-hmm. of ginger ale, and a bottle of grape juice. It tasted like fucking communion wine. I got shit canned, and the next day it was the worst hangover I've ever had. I literally didn't move till like six.
0: You p.m. had too too many sugars in there. You gotta pick one sugar, <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> that is, so that's what I give. I give this with three and a half drinks of communion wine that I made in, in board at board's At least, I'm with
0: it because that's a lot of that's a lot of sad wine. It's
1: not the good wine. It's not like
0: Barefoot <laughs> <laughs> or Yellowtail. <laughs> you're a guy Andre. Those are six dollars trend. Come on now. <laughs> if maude had a drink perhaps
1: things would have been different all right y'all well that is our thoughts on maude saint maude not just maude saint maude she's a saint (laughs) (laughs) next week we're going to be covering one of my favorite patreon exclusive episodes so you're welcome on one of my favorite films of this decade bones and all
0: that's right y'all we're opening up the patreon vault because next month's theme is love gone wrong
1: all right y'all again thank you so much for listening and as always make sure that you stay fierce out there
0: bye